sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean well, Welcome to Two Sides of the Story, that is Sean Sides And that is Tom Sides, how's it going man? Um, not too bad. I've been uh, fighting this cold, flu, whatever you want to call it, for the last uh, couple of days, and it's been really fucking... I've been on the losing end of it, but I think I'm back on the men now. Nice. I hate that. It sucks when you get struck down with illness that lasts for, like, a week. You're oh. like, what the fuck? What did I do to deserve this shit? Yeah, and, like, in my old position, I couldn't, like, call in sick, and all I wanted to do was call in sick and just sleep all day. But, like, you can't really. And if you do, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot or somebody else. And yeah. then, like, so, like, it's either that I call in sick for, like, the rest of the week, hurt a class that was just three days from, like, moving on, like, put them on pause so they can't continue until they, they finish the training. Or, or like, tough it out and then go. So, between, like, work and bed, I didn't get up too much. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What kind of an infection rate do you think you're batting? I have no idea what that means. Like of your of your uh, classmates that you were teaching, how many do you think you got sick? Like were you oh. in close enough proximity to get them? No, all, they stay at the or? far. I told them to stay at the far end. Like I was up front, and I'm like, guys, I'm not feeling fucking great this week. I'm only Fair here enough. because, and like I explained to them, I'm only here because if I call in sick, you don't move. So you on. reckon a low contamination rate? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. It's interesting when you see like a close family member recently got COVID and it was from someone at their work and that person's circle of infection that they caused was pretty vast. Like it traveled through people's families and like it was intense to see you. Obviously, sometimes you don't see these things in life, but due to COVID happening, it's one of those things you can almost see like oh shit, how many people did I give it to (laughs) all through the pandemic? And even like now, if you get it and then you're like, fuck, who was I around? And then you start hearing, oh shit, they test positive. They test positive. (laughs) Yeah. Like even my mom got sick. Like, so like from like last weekend when I went to see Marty, I drove back with him to Montreal to just like fly out uh, the next day. Yeah. and then, like, even, like, but, like, as soon as I, like, as soon as I landed in Montreal, I was fucking feeling, I landed in Montreal, as soon as I landed back in Halifax, I started feeling like garbage. And then that's Shady. where, like, and then my mom told me, like, she started feeling sick, too. So, it's either that I got it from her or I gave it to her or, like, we just both got sick at the same fucking time. But aside from Shouldn't that, happen, I think I have a low infection rate. Because, like, I don't know, I'm always upfront about it, like. I have, like, friends at work who, like, give me a hug. I'm like, not right now. I'm fucking not feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Hey, you been paying attention to any of the hockey stuff? Are you excited of any of the stuff that Montreal's done? Has Montreal done anything? I haven't really been paying attention. I know what Edmonton's done. And- they've, they've, they've had a few losses. Nothing, uh, nothing like crazy. They got rid of Joel Edmondson. Drew A signed with Colorado. So, okay. like. If anything, we're freeing up cat space. But and you're gonna make fun of me about this, but you know what I'm excited about is do you see the moves that the Leafs were making? 
There was some interesting stuff, yeah. They picking up uh Ty Domi's son there. Yeah, What's his yeah. name? Max Domi. Ma- Max Domi. And also That's a cool pickup. But also Reeves. Ryan Reeves, yeah. Yeah. Like the they disturber. They gutted the fucking team. Essentially. And I think William Nylander's on his way out. So yeah, I've heard that one of their higher one of their bigger names are on their way out. You can't have all three of those. You can't have yeah. Austin Matthews, Nylander, and who's the other guy? Tavares? No, the other young one that was useless in the playoffs. Oh, Marner. Yeah, Marner. So yeah. you can't have all three of them. Um, well, aside from that, I also like the moves that Chicago's making, picking up Corey Perry and all that. Like a lot of teams are making some serious moves now. They have Bedard yeah. from the draft. Yeah, that's a pretty huge. Like uh, in in the situation in Chicago will be more interesting going into next year. That's I sure. I just hope the kid's not a dud, man. Like. It's yeah. one thing to be the best 16-year-old out of 16-year-olds. It is another thing to be the best NHL player amongst great NHL players. Yeah, 100%. It'll be interesting to see. You never know what's going to happen with this kind of thing. There's a lot of expectations on the first overall pick every year. And as we know, some years are like, yeah, that guy, he, yeah. he deserved all the pressure he got. Other years... It just doesn't pan out, so it'll be interesting to see if he can win his draft and if he will be what everyone is thinking he's going to be in the form of like the next coming of McDavid kind of thing. Exactly, and like that's what everyone says that he's the next McDavid. Honestly, I don't know until I see what he can do against men. I've only ever seen him play against boys, right? Yeah, like he was in the World Juniors. Like I said before, I was at the tournament. I was watching it. And the one big thing that no one fucking talked about was the fact that he turned over the puck a lot. A lot. Sure, he made up for it with the most points in the tournament, and that's well and good. But you can't talk about someone's positive attributes without talking about someone's negative attributes. And there was a lot of uh, turning over the puck. There was a lot of mistakes made. Like, if I'm the Chicago Blackhawks GM, I would have picked up Fantilli, who went in the third round, who went third, uh, mostly because... He's just as good, and he was already playing with men. Yeah. So, I don't know. Bedard's a smaller kid, and I guess in today's NHL, I mean, it, his speed and his skill kind of works for his favor. But at the yeah, same time, can. at the same time, like, we've even seen Connor McDavid play fucking tough. I haven't seen this kid play tough yet. So, let's no, see. No, for sure. You see a lot of, like, with McDavid – the amount of liberties that people are able to take on him. Yeah, he does draw a lot of penalties, but the amount that aren't called for the punches in the head, the like grabs, the sweater grabs, the pulls, you know, all that shit adds up on someone's career too. If you're not tough enough to take the beating, you can never excel past it in a way. So that's also something to be said when you're switching to playing with like a lot bigger guys and stronger people, right? Well, that's what makes the great ones so great. Like Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, Steve Eisenman, Joe Sackick. Yes, they're all skilled fucking hockey players. They know what else that they can do? Fucking be tough in the corners. They weren't afraid to play the fucking game. And one would argue yeah. that that generation of hockey player played in a tougher NHL. Yeah, for sure. You so, can definitely make a case for that, you know. Now it's interesting because we're at the most like at the point that we're at now, I feel like it's the most skilled athletes that, that we've ever seen. 
You know yeah. what I mean? The amount of training that goes into it, all the fine like tape watching and adjustments and Well we I just know that, more. Like, what's that, sir? We know more, right? Like we yeah, know exactly. how exactly, to... like more experienced to be able to say mm-hmm. and but people if... are their whole life is focusing on hockey too, you know, other <clears throat> generations of hockey that people had other focuses as well while playing. So I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Well Wayne Gretzky was a man who who, who said like like you can't make hockey your main like focus like go out play everything like he was a lacrosse player he played baseball he did everything right yeah and it, it makes you wonder what would have changed in his life if he went the route of what a lot of players do where their lives are 24 7 hockey yeah for right? sure so oh, it's also, interesting yeah i also wanted to ask you like like every generation, there's like a pair of players that are like arguably the best and their rivals. So like you see, like you can have like Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, yeah, uh, Joe Sakic, Steve Eisenman, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, yeah. Who do you think is McDavid's? You know what's fucked up about this? It's Drysital. They're each other's rival of who can get the more points because either could beat the either in any season, to be honest. And, like, who else can you compare McDavid to right now? Honestly, I thought it was supposed to be Austin Matthews, but I... It was, but there's no comparison, yeah. really. And I think you're right. It is Dreisaitl. And, like, and wh- what better place to have your rival than on your fucking hockey team? Right. And that's what's funny, too, is they do encourage each other, like... McDavid was what forty points ahead of the next closest person that wasn't an Oiler, yeah. and twenty some ahead of Drysaddle. So yeah. it's like, and that makes Drysaddle like almost twenty points ahead of the next person as well. So mm-hmm. how do you even quantify it in any other way to, as to them being each other's rival, right? Yeah, well, it makes a difference when you're passing the puck to a McDavid to or, or to a Drysaddle, though. Oh, for sure, obviously. Yeah. That's what like. You see the duos too, so it's a weird situation because there isn't like a equal nemesis on another team right now mm-hmm. to McDavid. Like it was Crosby, you know, when they first started out because there was always the comparisons being made to Crosby and McDavid. You know, Crosby's getting a bit older now. He's not as much as the rival as he used to be. Like you said, Austin Matthews, there's been the comparison between him and uh, McDavid before whoever's the next person that's not an oiler they try but that changes every year Mm -hmm. so it's like it's hard to really you know see right now who is his rival well yeah well like we're nearing the end of the chapter of the Sidney crosby alex ovechkin era like like they're both it's safe to say it's past already like as them being the two insane fucking players like there is better players out than there now i i would i would argue that they're still top 10 in the league yeah they're still dangerous as fuck don't get me wrong i'm just yeah they're neither of them would i trade for mcdavid one for one no because you're up to an age and if what you're also gaining with mcdavid is that's why i'm like mcdavid's in his yeah you're 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 just saying their prime is past but yeah exactly There's legacy still alive, obviously. I don't yeah. mean to take anything away from either of those greats. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Did you hear what happened with Yamamoto and Clem Costin being traded away from Edmonton? I saw that trade. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, it was a little disappointing for like future considerations. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they bought out Yamamoto right afterwards was like shocking. I was like, oh shit, like 
I it's I probably thought. to free up cap space because you got to keep your core together. Yeah, it was. They wanted another 1.5 out of it because I think the cap hit would be 1.5 for yeah. it. And then happy ending for your uh, Yamamoto in the end. He got picked up by the Seattle Kraken, which is his hometown, mm-hmm. for a one-year 1. 1.5 mil. So basically a tryout to see if he can be a player for them. And he's a, he is a good player, you know. He's just so little. That's There's quite a few one-year contracts going on. And I like that. I like to see. Yeah. You like, play for it, right? Yeah. Like, kind of earn your spot kind of deals and all that Fuck stuff. Yeah. And, like, when you see that with Max Domi going to Toronto for a one-year deal, it's going, like, you got big fucking shoes to fill, kid. Like, the last yeah. Domi that played here was a fucking legend. So Yeah, for sure. A menace to every team in the league. Yeah, so do what you got to do, but fucking <clears throat> earn it. I always liked Max Domi. I liked, it. I liked him on the Montreal Canadiens and all that. I always bummed when we yeah. got rid of him. But I always, I always liked Max Domi. Nice. It'll be fun to watch him follow in his father's footstep of losing many years in Toronto. Yeah, so let's let's hope. I want to see if he picks up his father's uh, reputation of fucking tough guy, though. It would be so awesome if he did, but it's hard to say. You just have him and Ryan Reeves on a line to fucking bring back the fucking Bash Brothers. Yeah, pretty much. It would be entertaining for people to watch anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll just be a wait and see for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I know you're behind on Star Trek because you had like a nice lovely weekend in the cottage, right? Yeah, maybe two episodes behind now. Yeah. Uh, how many is there? Uh, Three so far. Okay, so yeah, I'm two behind. I've only watched the first. Yeah, Thursday is going to be four and... I gotta tell you, man, I'm excited for you to watch the episode three because it was yeah. fuck it was fucking good. I'll get to it eventually. It, it was one of those like I like to not ride too far behind. Yeah. So I'll get caught up pretty quick. It was one of those like um, unnecessary one off episodes though. Yeah. Like I don't maybe it'll play a, a role later in the season, but it was a very one like a very one off episode. Nice. That's always good. Yeah. I found, uh, when I was out at the lake, we went to the grocery store out there and we stopped, uh, at a garage sale, of course. And I found the original ET movie release. Like it was in the cardboard, not in the big plastic Disney sleeve. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw it there for 50 cents and I was like, Oh fuck, should I get that? Like, it's pretty cool. And so I did end up picking it up. Turns out it's a rarer version of it because there's like a the one of the components of the VHS is a different color, which makes it rare. I was checking them out on eBay and I was like, pretty cool just to have the original release of that movie. And I have a couple like pieces of silver. So now I'm like, now I kind of want to display all this shit together. Are it's you like cool a big you... ET guy? I I was as a kid. I love that fucking movie. And now I'm like, I, I owed respect to it still. Because it was such a fun story. Like, I remember watching it, not when it came out because I wasn't alive, but when I was old enough to remember what it was like to understand it, I guess. I remember the, the first time I watched it then. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it uh, it's always one of those ones that probably one of my first forays into science fiction, I would say. So, do you ever hear the fun Star Wars fan theory with E.T.? Yeah. Okay. Well, they've, it's not necessarily a fan theory that he 
his race appears in was well, yeah. it the second one. No, the first one, uh, Phantom Menace. Because okay. yeah, because he stops at Yoda and it's and he stops like on Halloween. Everyone's dressed in costumes. Et's in a ghost, and he stops at Yoda and like looks at him. Where if you look, his people knew about Yoda and Phantom Menace, which means that he's like an iconic version of like if they're all part of what are the, the Galactic Empire at the time. I I'm I'm not sure if they were called something. Maybe the Federation at the time, but yeah, uh, like but he goes and he recognizes them, and then you see yeah. in Phantom Menace that ET's people or species are at the big meetings of the all these fucking different species, and yeah, you're just it's a like, pretty cool tie-in of the '80s. I like it when they do stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, oh fuck! So he's like, it's like he recognized a Yoda, and yeah, so sure. yeah, it just makes you wonder how far off the like off the fucking map et did to land on earth because, yeah no shit eh? yeah because we're not part of that yeah pretty much no it's fun it's a fun movie and i think it always will be even now rewatching it i watched it not that long ago and i quite enjoyed it i must say it was still like a solid movie so you know, yeah, I am a fan. Yeah, I was always a fan of E.T. too. Um, like, young Drew Barrymore. Was it E.T. that put her on SNL, or was it Firestarter? She was in Firestarter, wasn't she? She was, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not too sure which. But she was, like, the youngest on. host in SNL history. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. I haven't seen that episode ever, actually, even. Probably a decent watch, I'm guessing. She was an entertainer even at a young age. I know I've seen a couple of interviews with her when she was young, and she was pretty funny. And it's cool, too, how they kind of made her think that E.T. was real. Yeah. The way they tried to film it, it was done in such a way that she believed that he was a real th- like a real person kind of thing. And she'll still talk about it to this day. She'll still do interviews. But, like, like she was, like, the first, like, child actress that, like, you kind of saw a fucking struggle, like... Like what, what? Like Drew Barrymore went out and said like she did cocaine the first time at like nine years old or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's. I guess that's really true. I never really put it together because when all of that happened, like when she came out talking about a lot of that stuff, I was still pretty young, mm-hmm. so I didn't like. I've heard back in the news and heard of like Corey Feldman and mm-hmm. all of that era of eighties actors that were going through a lot of shitty things and experiencing a lot of stuff at too young of an age. Yeah, right? and then like. Also, you probably have to, like, you're making, like, ridiculous money at, like, a small age. You don't know what to do with it. And you have this level of independence yeah. that you wouldn't have otherwise. Like, it's... It, it, Parental exploitation is a big thing, yeah. too, that happened, right? With people stealing their kids' money mm-hmm. and being like, no, fuck you. You're my kid. That's my money. <laughs> Which is pretty rough. Like Yeah. Like, and it doesn't like like make sense. Like, who gets the honestly? Who gets the paycheck? And then like, yeah, like you can't. And like, I'm so iffy on how child actors work because like, isn't that child labor? Just like yeah. at a certain point. And there's like severe laws against child labor. And when you hear about it, they're like, yeah, I had to do twelve hour days, but they made me do four hours of schooling and then eight hours of filming. And you're like, shit. Like, no, there, there. That's the thing with kids is that 
they have a reduced filming. Well, I'm not sure about then, but at least fucking now, like if you're filming with kids, it's one of the reasons why I film. Yeah, now it's a lot better than it used yeah. to be, but it's still a lot of pressure to put on a little kid. Yeah. Would I want to do that to my kid? I don't fucking, I don't think so. You know, unless it was their passion, you're not going to deny them that opportunity, right? But it wouldn't be right to deny them if that was their dream and they had the chance to do it. But if it's you who's pushing it, that's a little weird. So how was the rest of the cottage weekend? Any other finds? It was awesome. Yeah, well, it was obviously Crystal's birthday on Friday. So we had a nice little celebration had some cupcakes for her birthday and you know did presents and all that kind of stuff and i think she had a pretty good weekend which is good and then yeah i was telling you in pre-podcast there we had a neon party to do a ms fundraiser mm-hmm. and that was a hoot it was definitely a hoot <clears throat> i got something i've never had before from the lake swimmers itch i don't know if you've ever had that in your life uh no but do tell it- fucking sucks (laughs) so basically what happened was we were swimming in the lake i've done this a hundred a hundred times at least where we went swimming in the lake i came out i this time i came out and a whole bunch of people had arrived and so i was like oh fuck i'm not gonna shower off right this second i'll shower off later apparently because of the way that the temperatures have been this year there's been an increase in this certain type of snail that lives in the lake the snail gets fed on by minnows. The minnows get fed on by the pelicans. The pelicans shit in the water, which infects the snails, which gives people what is called swimmer's itch. Some, some fucking weird cycle of life like that that's never been on this side of the lake before. So I go through the day, have a shower later on, whatever, not thinking anything of it. The next day I wake up with fucking red bumps, like all over my legs, all over my back, all over my arms itchy fiery fucking cocksuckers (laughs) and it's today's day three of having them Mm -hmm. and it it's fucking shitty it's finally starting to rescind a little bit today and like it's an accumulative thing as well so if you get them and you re-expose yourself you'll make it much worse so I was done with the lake for the weekend after the first day. Yeah. Fortunately for me, the weather was shit. So nobody else went in the lake either. And also they saw what like a couple other people got them as well, a little bit more minor because they did shower off right after they got out of the lake. But it's like not just showering off after you have them. You should be like aggressively wiping yourself with a towel as soon as you get out of the water as well to like get it off of you one of those things that you don't expect in life. Like I said, a hundred times before I'm fucking fine. This one time I'm like, what the fuck? But lesson learned. I don't give a shit. If a hundred people arrive at the cabin, right. When I get out of the lake, I'm going to be like, peace. And I'm going to fucking shower off right away. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't recommend swimmers. Itch. It's a motherfucker. Always shower, man. It's, yeah, it's, I always usually do pretty like quickly after. Just it's um, especially in Alberta, Alberta lakes is just something you know to do, right? Yeah, but yeah, this time I bobbed when I should have weaved, and I fucking paid the price. The fucking a, so, that sounds yeah. like name. Yeah, like a topical cream or something. I did. Yeah, I tried some Benadryl topical cream. I took Benadryl pills. I had to take ibuprofen because it was like really fucking bad. We had the neon party, like I was saying, on Saturday night, and I almost couldn't go. 
I was drinking booze and like getting pretty enamored. And then all of a sudden it, I just like hit me the itchiness and the, it was like painful. My knees were like aching and shit. I was like, fuck, I don't think I can go to the party guys. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm not missing out on this shit. I want to see what all our stuff looks like glowing in the dark. Like Crystal ordered tape off, off of Amazon to deck out everyone's shoes mm-hmm. and like accessories and glow sticks and blah, 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 blah. It was fucking awesome. Right on. Yeah, in the end, we made it. And it was a great night. It was a great fucking night. I was slow going, and then I ended up just doing shots all night to keep myself into it so that I was drinking enough liquor and I didn't have time to fuck around with pop or mix of any kind. Fair enough. Fucking, so don't don't go swimming at your lake is what I'm getting from this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, you, you said you got crystal presents. Like, did you kill it this year or what? Yeah, I did okay. There's a new like uh, type of nail polish that came out, a gel nail polish, and it's like a whole line of different '90s colors. And it worked out because some of them are neon for the party. Okay. And so I got her like a, a whole assortment of that collection, and then a Lego flower set. She has a collection of Lego flowers going. Okay. And then got her a very cool um, Christmas house that is featured. Like, it's one of her favorite things, which is popcorn. She saw it a while back and was like, fuck, that's so cool. And it's actually, like, an animated one. So there's things that move on the house. It's the first one to the collection that has any type of movement in such a way. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I feel like she was pretty happy with what she received. When you said colors from the 90s, I thought you were just like, these colors only existed from 1991 to 1998. Yeah, and, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. And then they are no longer colors after that. Yeah. Every decade, there's a set of colors that comes out. And the first, it's usually voted on by the, most of humanity. You might have not gotten the email, but yeah, basically. So we vote on a set of colors at the start of every decade, and then that set of colors runs for those years like we had the 90s colors like i was saying and then the 2000s you must remember that vote you would have been old enough to participate in that vote and then the 2010s and 2020s I, I'm, I'm excited for what's coming next because the 20s are pretty fucking banging colors the 30s are gonna be like shit i don't even know what they're up to next it's gonna be fucking fun though i'll tell you your commitment to this dumb thing is quite impressive Thank you. It's quite impressive. <laughs> I was just hoping to land a quick little joke, and then you're like, nope, I'm going to commit to this and beat it with a dead yeah, horse. I had no choice. <laughs> you backed me into a corner. I didn't. I didn't. I thought you were just going to laugh with me, and we were going to move on yeah. real quick. But nope. Boy, did you think wrong. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Oh. Yeah, that one fucking... I'll forward you later a uh, 50 page document, uh, further information that I'll have about this for you, just so you're more prepared for the 2030 color vote. I'm, I'm still waiting for your PowerPoint presentation on some other bit that we did three episodes ago. It's fair. <laughs> They're slow going sometimes. Did you like that our Instagram account came alive again for a little bit there? I did. I appreciate that. It was nice to see like when I was. I got to get back on it too. I'm still way the fuck behind, but I will keep hammering it. I thought I was proud of myself. I was like, fuck yeah. I texted you. I said you did a great job. Um, It was nice to see while I was like sick in bed and like, I'm like dying. And I turn on my phone. like, you have 36 Instagram notifications. Yeah. 
fucking what? Also, turn off the Facebook. Because all of this stuff looks like I'm posting. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how you turn that shit on exactly. But th- there's a, there's an option. You. Before you hit nice. post, you'll see that there's a, a, a an option on the bottom. And just turn it off. That way, everyone like everyone goes like, "Yeah, no, you, you, you post a lot in the third person, Thomas." I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's not. See, I don't hate that either, too. You know what I mean? And people get to enjoy the videos on Facebook that don't get to see it and the posts. Yeah. It's good exposure either way, and you don't really give a fuck about your Facebook anyways. So I'm like, yeah, I never notice where it says post to Facebook or not post to Facebook, mm-hmm. but. It doesn't really inconvenience me at all. No, it, it brings a little it, bit it, more love to the show than, and it inconveniences you as well as a fucking bonus. Than <laughs> yeah, that was a giant inconvenience on my end. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, we got Thomas posting <laughs> on his fucking podcast all the live long day on his Facebook, and he refers but all these to people reached out to you because they love you now. Now, so mm-hmm. I've created this circle of joy. Is based that on this book. is that what we call it? Today, yes. This one time, right now. You do anything for Canada? I know you weren't feeling very good, but that doesn't mean you still couldn't have had some fun. Uh, No, uh, I was back to working on the ramp, and they had me on overnights. So I was working from 8.30 at night to 7.10 in the morning. Nice. Yeah, and Hillary was out of town, so not only that, I was also taking care of her dog. And staying at her place, so it was just a lot of like, be go just back and forth between there and work. Nothing fancy. It got, it is so foggy here, like ridiculously foggy here, to the point where like planes can't even take off or land. So like I did like, I did like two flights, and then like they canceled the rest because of the bad weather here. And so, like, I just did, like, two hours of work, and I still have to sit there for eight and a half hours going, well, let's let's see what's on the old Netflix. (laughs) That's annoying. Yeah. I hate it when that kind of shit happens. You just get stuck at work doing nothing. I mean, it's better than working sometimes, I guess. There's that, too. Yeah. But what do you do, right? Yeah. I brought a book. Like, it's the things I anticipate. Because I know the industry. But I got to say, it's like a weight has been lifted off my fucking shoulders. I am so happy to not be in training. And then yeah, like, I I, I'm like, I'm out of training. And like, hey, I have a question. I'm like, no, not a trainer anymore. Don't fucking ask me anything. I don't want to. <laughs> the question. It's funny. Um, like, you were so excited to get into training. And like, you learned something about yourself through all of this. Mm. You know, I hope. Obviously, you tried something different, which is awesome thing for all of us to try to do and then you were like fuck that i don't like what i thought i was riding the gravy train i was so fucking happy to get into this shit i was like you were so stoked about it all and, you're, and then you got in and you were like oh fuck because it didn't didn't turn out to be what i thought it was going to be right yeah. like i thought i was gonna like have an occasional new hire class teach other classes and like you know not but for a year straight, I did new hires. Yeah. From from when I started the, uh, as a trainer to, and it, like, I knew that new hires was a thing about it, but that is literally all I did. 
and it burnt yeah. it burnt me out to the point where yeah no fair enough like it just to the point like even Painting like with, like can be exhausting and it's not for everyone that's for sure yeah like if they've like mixed in a different class like i even went to my boss i'm like you gotta give me something else just <laughs> for like a week just <laughs> let me teach something else it was like well we don't have anything else to give you right now i go like i am burnt out i can't i don't even want to look at a new higher class and he goes That's like, funny. well, like you have a few left to go. I'm like, all right, like, like, what do you say? Like, the answer is no. The answer is no. But you're just like, burnt the fuck out. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure, it's not for everyone. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah. And then like I got uh, so I did a shift, like I did a couple. I did three shifts in a row, and then uh, and then it was nice to be back on the ramp because like. It's to do your thing and then not have to worry about anybody else. Like, yes, I am as much as responsible for someone else's safety as my own. But, like, that means I just got to tackle a motherfucker if they go near a jet engine, which I'm perfectly yeah, okay much. with doing. And then I get to call them a fucking idiot and move on with my day. And then if they, if they report me, then they go, he was about to die. So I feel like I'm off scot-free. Whereas, like, yeah. my life now is... I like I go in, I go, I'm doing this. Sick. I do that. Like I was working with a crew yesterday that everyone kind of knew what they were doing, that we didn't really talk to each other the whole time because we were too busy just doing what we had to do. Like the yeah, lead didn't sure. have to go like, okay, you're going to go do this. I need you here. I need you this. And there was no like hand holding. There was just like working. Yeah. It's nice when you get those kind of harmonies in any job when yeah. And, like, for your position, too, of just having been responsible for people and now you're out of that responsibility level. Like, I was a boss. I was in charge of a shitload of people. Yeah. I was responsible for their health and safety and, like, all these things. And then when you're only responsible for you again, it's a fucking nice thing. It's yeah. a burden lifted off where you can just be yeah. like, holy shit. I There's shit that will pop up where you're like, that's not my problem. I don't have to deal with that. I'm not a manager. And it's just funny when you have those moments <clears throat> yeah. freedom i guess yeah no like i'm gonna I'm, I'm getting trained this week to be a lead so like i will be responsible for a crew again but like a crew yeah. is different than a fucking new hire class and the crew yeah, that i might be given already have experience so i'm hoping to be like you guys should know what you're doing good luck yeah like and if, <laughs> but if you don't then i get to mold them the way i want them to be that's the dream yeah so that's always the hope. Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for is just like, you know, like we, we like nothing's ever changed. Like the flight is a flight is a flight. The only thing that changes is the size of it. And it's yeah. one thing I've never understood about certain people in this position. Like, okay, so what do you want me to do now? I go like, like it got to a point when I, I would go to someone like, you got to figure this out, man. Like we've done <laughs> the same fucking thing every day. And it, it's getting to a point where if you don't know what to do next now, then I've done a, I must have done a terrible job of teaching you because I get that. like nothing, nothing has changed. I really, really get that in every like job. There's certain tasks and there's certain steps to each task, regardless of what it is. Mm -hmm. And when you've done this task with someone a hundred times, 
and they know like you start with this like framing it's a big thing you do this first then that first then that same with your job obviously yeah so it's just when someone every time you're like really i have to start over again and like how do you not okay like think about it really really like think about it do you think that this is first or do you think that's first and you're trying not to be a dick because you're just like Mm-hmm. Like where where in your brain did things go wrong? Yeah, and it's like I've known guys that the fucking thousandth time they're still completely lost following their lead. It was like simple example, like you you get the wall, you label it, then you look at the print to see what that materials on it. You put the material on it, you secure the material, you move it to the next table. Same exact thing every single time, every yeah. single fucking time. People just cannot figure that out. They're like it comes and like what what should we do first? And you're just like. Dude, we just fucking did this. And yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Some people just aren't built for that kind of thing. I don't know what they're built for. They're built for something, but I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, like that kind of like that kind of stuff, I'm just happy it's over. Because now I'm gonna be working with people that just like know the routine and it's fucking nice. And nice. it's and it's good. Like make I'm, your life easy and fly by, right? Oh. No pun intended. <laughs> it wasn't even intended. That's what's so great about it. No. Fly by. Might be the best thing of this podcast today, of this whole episode right there. Mm. Pure fucking gold. Yeah. What else you got on the horizon? Uh I got a bachelor party this weekend. Nice. Yeah. Upcoming? Like yeah, upcoming? Sa- yeah, Saturday. So mm-hmm. those are always fun. Do you know any of the plans? I know all of them. I planned it. Oh, well there you go. <laughs> Better be fucking good then. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I'm curious what a Tom Sides bachelor party plan looks like. Well, it's planned for the bachelor, right? It's not like I would cater it to the person who I'm throwing it for. So this is for Marty, and he hasn't listened to the show in forever, so I don't give a shit. He's not. If this is the show he chooses to listen to, then that's just a tremendous amount of bad luck. But whatever. Yeah. Um, like, you're starting off at a familiar bar in the West Island where... Uh, we're getting him dropped off and arranging for him to be there. Then we're getting him picked. Uh, then we're going to get picked up in a limo. And then we're going to start the night at a cigar lounge, have a cigar and a whiskey toast to like a good night. And then uh, we might go get dinner. I'm not too sure exactly if we're going to get dinner or not. I'm kind of iffy on that. Yeah. And then it's just going to be bar hopping until we get, to Chez Paré, and then we're gonna go to the strip club for a little bit, spend a little money, fucking get him a couple of dances and stuff, and do what we do. What we do. Okay, that's just what it is. Because what he wants at his core is just a night out with the boys. Yeah. So at the core, that's what it is. But it's still a bachelor oh. party. I also have a T-shirt being made for him with a whole bunch of tasks. That we have to accomplish and all that stuff. So we're gonna bring a sharpie and a bunch of different sharpies and all that stuff, and have him, uh, you know, ha- have him go through that. Whatever we give him, and then like uh, we got T-shirts made with like him and like a in like a bathrobe, and on it says like Christy deserves better. Nice, and, yeah. Yeah. How many people are involved, you reckon? Uh, I think we're 13. Okay, that's a strong enough group. Yeah, 
13 people. Limo's already... Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, everything's already kind of paid for in a sense. Like, like the limo's already covered. We have So we have, like, the limo's going to pick us up at, like, 2.30 at Chez Parade at the end of the night. Take us all back to the bar where we started from because that's a nice neutral spot to get, like, cabs and Ubers home. Gotcha. Yeah. So we can go from there. Sweet, sweet, dude. Yeah. So all in all, I think it's going to be a good time. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What about you? Like, how would you plan a bachelor party? I know that you have like a wedding somewhere on the horizon. And I also yeah, know that. It, it I is also person know, specific. Yeah. And I know that you have Kieran's on the horizon too. So I'm assuming you'd be planning Kieran's. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, I'd probably plan it with his brother, like with the other groomsmen. Cause there's a few, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I know like there's been talk a little bit of depending on when we do our weddings, it's still kind of far out cause we don't know what our plans are yet, mm-hmm. but we've talked about flying to Montreal and doing like a interesting bachelor party down there. Mm-hmm. One of the guys in Derek or Kieran's older brother's group of friends did that for a bachelor party went and hit up a bunch of Montreal spots and did that kind of thing. So I don't know if we'd go all out like that. It would all depend, you know, on the people that we're going to be going and uh, a few different factors, whether I go like extreme like that. I've been to some where you go to horse races as an activity to do, depending on the person, golf tournaments Mm -hmm. or like not a tournament, sorry, but going to play golf. That kind of shit's pretty fun too. I like having a base activity like something to do during the day make it a full day experience instead of just an evening experience Mm -hmm. that's probably what i would look at doing at the very minimum as opposed to just doing an evening the only reason why i didn't make it a whole day affair is i can't guarantee that i'll get there the day before yeah and so fair enough everyone i've been to has been like a full day i think i haven't been to one that yet that's just been an evening but that is the few that i've been to they were all evening events in the situation yeah i've been to a couple i've been to a couple and they're always all evening events except for addies who i had to miss because i wasn't in town and i couldn't make it back but addies was like an all-day thing but his was designed for him because addies more of like a he's a big kid right so his was just like we're going, we're doing this activity. We're doing this activity. We're going go-karting. We're doing this. Marty, like when I asked him, like, I'm taking it upon myself to throw you a bachelor party. What do you want? Like, I'm not going yeah, like, to, sure. like, I'm not going to tell him what it is. Just go, is there something like, I would like to know that you, what you really don't want to have there. And I want to know what you really want to have. And yeah. all he really wanted was a night out with the boys. Night out with the boys. Nice. You fucking got it, bud. Like I can that I can handle. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it's it is to each their own. Like you said, every person's different. So I would look at the person and kind of go from there. You know, some people don't drink too. I know. You know, when they get married, it all depends. So you'd cater that one completely differently. You wouldn't go out bar hopping all fucking night for someone like that. No, but yeah. Well, like if he's gonna be sober, fuck, that doesn't sound like a good time for that particular person. Exactly. So very person specific for sure. But no. Yeah. So I'll let you know when I'm planning it because you'll be invited, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, If you happen to have Kieran's, like, I guess there'll be like a spelling bee of some kind. Um, (laughs) uh, 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 I don't think I'd invite you if there was a spelling bee, at least to that portion. I'd lose. I wouldn't want to embarrass you in front of your friends. I'd, I'd, in front of 
my friends, if there was a spelling, yeah. my friends wouldn't come to Kieran's spelling, uh, Kieran's bachelor party. But Kieran could be your friend, and I could be your friend, and then you'd be embarrassed in front of us. Nah, that's all right. I already know I can't yeah, spell I'm for saying. shit. That's why I wouldn't invite you to it because I would just you'd just be upset the whole time. You'd be like, "Hey guys, invite me. You spell me. I don't know how to spell. This isn't fucking fair." No, I'd be like, that's "You got." I would I be like, "You invited me to a." I would be like, "You invited me to a spelling bee." <laughs> it was your idea. I mean, you just came up with it. So that's I what I assume that would. That's what Kieran would be into. You like put up a little stupid comment today, and I fucking knock it out of the park with fucking retardation it's fantastic if that's what you think if that's what you think you're doing then all right that is exactly what i think i'm doing yes yes just pat yourself on the back some more (laughs) yes sir i will do that exactly that exact thing mainly because i'm itchy yes (laughs) uh fucking a we were ever doing vegas would I do Vegas? Yeah, like the whole, ter- like the whole fucking nine golf in the morning, tear it up all day, like all day, like golf during the day. Yeah, fucking super fun for certain people for sure. Yeah, gambling at night, like yeah. that would almost be a Sean designed one because I do like gambling and it'd be fun to go to Vegas and. Yeah, I would definitely consider it. Probably have to go to that uh, pawn shop that's there. That'd be fun, Pawn Stars. Yeah, just to check it out. Yeah, I'd totally do that. I would go to the like the dam as well, and there's a, a bunch of cool shit in Vegas. I'd want to see the sights for sure. It wouldn't be just about partying on the strip for me. Mm. Um, I'm probably going to be going to Nashville next June. We're started planning a friend's 40th birthday party, and he wants to go to Nashville. Nice. So we're looking at verbal right now for enough space for the couples that are going to be going. Probably just like a four-day weekend, hit it up and go check out bars, drink all night, party. It's a good like crowd of partiers, so I'm kind of excited for it. <clears throat> we kind of already com- like we've committed to it, so it's, it's happening, which is pretty fun to have something a year out already. To- I, I've learned a thing, Sean. I've learned a thing. Nothing's ever happening until money is spent. Of course. Like yeah, you have to make sure that you've. Bought a ticket. I watched my buddy when I went to Greece. I watched my buddy lose his mind at the fucking invite list of like who's actually going to come to this. That's funny. And like, yeah, so many people are flakes though, right? That's the hard part of like, you have to know who you're inviting. They have to mm -hmm. be like solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't, the people that I like was am in talks with, they're not. Like it's it's a go. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that kind of thing with that. But I get what you're saying. There's a lot of fake people out there. Not not fake. It's just well, they get excited about something. They're like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it!" Oh, awesome! And then reality sets in, and they're like, "Oh fuck, cost yeah. logistics. Can I get time off? Can I do this?" Can yeah. I, like, you know, people run with it because they don't know if they can actually do it. Yeah, I'm I'm not one of those people. Usually, he gets too excited about something that I can't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I got vacation time coming up at the end of September, which I got to figure out what we're doing. Like, we've been toying with the idea of going to Munich for Oktoberfest for a little bit. Yeah. But part of me really wants to go to Amsterdam because I would like, 
I really just want to relax. And I feel like if I can have a pot brownie and go see the sights, I think I would just be really happy. Because it's yeah. beautiful, beautiful. From what I've seen from movies and shit. And that's all I've ever seen. I would like to see it in real life and then be like, this is the place for Thomas. So Nice. That'd be fun for sure. Yeah. It's not on the top of my list, but I wouldn't say no to a free trip there, of course. Yeah, no, I don't think you'd say no to a free if trip. If I was 18 or 19, I'd be like, let's fucking go! Like the Red Light District, the world famous, and like mm. that kind of shit. But as an older adult, you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, there's more... I need to go down there to see the prostitutes. It's more of like a yeah. beer fest, 20-year-old guy kind of thing. Yeah, but again, like there's more to there's more to that city than just the red light district, right? Of course, of course. I'm just saying that's one of the big attra- attractions no. to to go and see a weird show or whatever. And I just want to meet someone from the Netherlands because they're such cartoon characters from what I've seen in TV shows because they're so like nice but also bluntly honest and huh. don't understand sarcasm. So I would so I would just like to s- interact with someone from the Netherlands just to see how it how it happens that's funny yeah it could be good who knows i guess yeah. hopefully but, you'll find out next october yeah. slash late september yeah no be yeah the last week of september i have off so it'll be very interesting to see what's going on i haven't i only get to see my schedule a month at a time so i don't even know what it looks like but it should make for a, a good a good time nice yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It's cool to have uh things to look forward to on the horizon as well, right? That's what I say every month I have to have something to look forward to. Good call. When is your Colorado trip again? The week after. Nice. I couldn't <laughs> remember I was literally the literally the week after. It's October fourth. It's Sweet. terribly fucking timed. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll work it out. Yeah. <laughs> But it'll be a good... It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fucking fun... How long fun. is the flight to Amsterdam? Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head. I know it was like... It was like 10 hours to Greece. So... Okay. Probably in a same But I wouldn't, park, yeah. I wouldn't fly straight to Amsterdam. What we would do is we would go to Munich and then take a day of taking the train from Germany to Amsterdam. That'd be ideal. That'd be a sick fucking... And I think, I think that'd be a fun train. Like, just be on it for a day. Go to the bar cart see who's on there, maybe solve a murder mystery. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that paints a nicer trip. That would be fun to do that kind of shit. Yeah. So, and it's like stuff that Hillary, Hillary's kind of on board with. So, it'll be interesting Sweet. to see. That'd be awesome, dude. What else you got? Oh, not a whole lot, man. Aside from being like sick the whole week, I don't have a lot going on. This has been I, yeah. It's been the summertime buzz for me. Just go, 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 go from one thing <coughs> to the next. Yeah, a little bit uh, during the week, just work, going to birthdays. Like every June is over now for me, which was obviously a heavy birthday month every year. So it's kind of nice to just be able to breathe again and be like, okay, now like summer's officially underway for me. I can we can start like figuring out the last few things, the last few weekends we have open for the summer. What yeah. we're going to be doing and go from there. Yeah, man. I mean, that's all you can do. And right now, my main focus is now that I'm back on the ramp is just fill up that fucking time bank and then see what I can see what see what can be done. You work overtime to bank to have vacation time. Is that what you mean? Not like 
not just overtime, like overtime is part of it, or I can pick up shifts. So whatever extra I do, those hours get banked and then I can cash them out whenever I want. Awesome. So if yeah, I wanted to smart. take like an extra vacation, which technically I can just yeah. get my shifts covered and then sweet. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's a cool way to do it for sure. Then, like you said, you just put your head down and fucking, you know, what you got to do to get to where you want to be. So it makes it easier yeah. to accomplish that goal. That's yeah. nice. And then, yeah. So July is kind of like, I don't really have much going on in July, but I might yeah. try like, like my one thing to look forward to is Marty's bachelor party. Nice. So that it comes early next month, August seeing Jerry Seinfeld. That's my big thing. Sweet. So, and then September rolls around vacation. So like right now it's just do what I got to do to just make sure I can do all these little, like little things. Cause once a month, there's that. Now there's talk about going, doing another Denver trip in February because my buddy wants to go for an avalanche game. And I just got my Ray Bork jersey. So I fuck, like, hey, I'll fucking test her out. And he's a nice. Leafs fan. So they're playing the Leafs. So I'll go wear a fucking avalanche jersey and just like boo them the whole fucking game. That'd be fun for sure. Yeah. yeah so sweet. Yeah. It'd be pretty well, good. that sounds exciting. Hopefully, you f- uh, feel better soon here. Yeah, I, I, um, you probably like still. Fucking... You can probably still hear it in the voice a bit, but a little bit off and on. Yeah. Your voice is so soothing and sexy that it, you kind of look past any little flaws in it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no biggie. <laughs> but it's um, yeah. So I just would like to have like a like right now. It's just eye on the prize for some shit. Um, sweet. But also, like, I'm looking forward to seeing a whole bunch of guys. Like, you know, I got Addy coming out. Like, like a bunch of guys are coming out of the woodwork to come to this thing, and I and I like that. And then, yeah, for sure, getting the gang back together is always a good thing. Yeah, and it's just, you know, when you get a good group of guys together and you fucking just tear up the fucking city, it's going to be a fucking good time. Hell yeah! Uh, Morgan's been a tremendous help in helping me plan it. He got the, he he got the the limo all organized and then uh all that stuff everyone paid nice. like everyone paid and quickly like i'm not sure if you ever tried to awesome. plan plan a thing but like getting a group of like 10 or more people together to do a thing is like hurting fucking cats yeah for sure it can be very annoying honestly sometimes it's it's nice when you have people you can count on and like not that you can't count on these people i'm just saying like when you have people who are good for it and they're good for it when you need it yeah they don't have to be like oh i gotta wait or you know have obviously some people at those moments where they're like hey just give me a week or whatever you're like yeah no that's fine but then there's other people who have it and they're just dicks and they want to wait to the last second to give it to you and you're like fuck well like what we did was like we set like times like listen you gotta have your money in for this by this date and your money in for this by this date so we can book things and then yeah and then uh and then everyone just came in and paid early and you're just like what i didn't realize exceptional gentlemen yeah i I didn't realize i had such organized friends but that's awesome yeah so you got a bunch of guys coming out of the woodwork and then and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking time and they just like go down the fucking crescent street of montreal well fucking have a well we're gonna have a fucking night awesome something to look forward to for sure yeah sweet yeah man well i think that might do it for this week's episode big man 
Yeah, get caught up on fucking Star Trek, man. I'm on it. I know it cuts a lot out of our what we can talk about at times because you know. I'm going to though, and it's something exciting. I have to. Look also, to you should get into Secret Invasion. Oh, is it on Disney Plus? Yeah, it just started. Nice. That... I've been still punching away at Ted Lasso, but it's been slow going the last little bit just because of summertime busyness. Yeah, but... and um, Home Improvement just got uh, put on Disney Plus. Oh, weird. So I've been enjoying that. That's interesting. It'd be a fun little throwback. It, it's it's interesting, and it's also hilarious how misogynistic Tim Allen is. I can imagine. <laughs> the ni- the 90s were a fucking hell of a time. And you're Indeed. just... It's just... It's fun to see. That's funny. Old enough to know better, young enough to still do it anyways. Yes. <laughs> the 1990s. Yes. Anyways, man. Uh, I'm a... Uh, that's two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a great week ahead, everyone. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.